Hey guys, it's the Andrew Bello from the Humming Media Group Podcast of the Year, the Wednesday Locker Room, and the former host and founder of the Next Level Wrestling Podcast. It's 2021, and it's time to kick out and leave the past behind us. Hameen Media Group starts the year off with over 2.25 million downloads, and our fan base is continuing to grow every day. Thank you for subscribing and sharing all of our channels, podcasts, and videos, and for standing strong with HMG in the face of ongoing censorship. We will always adapt and overcome any obstacles put in our way. We will overcome and certainly achieve even more success in the ever-changing digital landscape. Please make sure you're subscribed to Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Thank you to all of the Patreon.com slash Hameen Media Group subscribers, home of the Rip Rogers FR podcast, named by Patreons to be their favorite show on the entire Hameen Media Group network. More content, including marketing and podcasting seminars, watch-alongs from Hameen's career in 2CW, OVW, DCW, and more. When you subscribe to Patreon.com slash Hameen Media Group, you are the fuel that drives HMG's free shows for the entire community. We salute you and thank you for your continued support in 2021. We continue our year supported by our daily listeners and our local sponsors, including ProWrestlingTees.com. Get the shirts of all your favorite Hameen Media Group wrestling personalities and support them directly. Greek God Papadon, Stevie Richards, Chris Silvio, SEG shirts for Big Sal, and of course, Ben Amin, Yala. Also, check out ZordosOliveOil.com. Make a healthy choice for 2021 when you cook with Zordos Ultra Premium Artisanal Olive Oil imported directly from Greece. Visit ZordosOliveOil.com today and taste the difference of an ultra premium product for yourself. And wake up, bro. It's time to get the official Vince Russo Bro Coffee. Kick the day off right, bro, with a cup of Broaster's Coffee. The exclusive limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee is a medium roasted Nicaraguan blend with chocolatey notes and a smooth finish that will have you up and ready to go, bro. Order yours exclusively at thebroasters.com. And it's 2021, and the Hameen Media Group staff are all committed to Stevie Richards Fitness this year and getting ourselves into the best shape we've ever been in. You've seen Big Ray's amazing transformation, and there are plenty of SRF members interacting right now, motivating each other for the new year. So don't worry about gyms and lockdowns. Let's get in shape together, using our community for support and Stevie Richards Fitness to achieve our goals for 2021. Join us and visit StevieRichardsFitness.com for the most affordable and effective home workout program that will give you results, real results. 12 and 16 week resistant band programs are available for instant download now at StevieRichards.com and RussoBrand.com where the pros are pros, bro. Hear the most valid opinions in wrestling from the pros who live it. No other podcasting platform and online wrestling punditry has the lineup of wrestling stars like RussoBrand.com. Stevie Richards, Disco Inferno, Shane Douglas, Just Incredible, Big Vito, Stevie Ray, Taylor Hendricks, Ben Hameen, and now there's even more shows on the way with a partnership with the two-man power trip. Why would you go anywhere else but RussoBrand.com? 
We thank you for listening and being an incredible community of wrestling-addicted, conspiracy-minded, straight-brim-hat-wearing infidels. By the way, Bin Hameen wrote this copy, and I'm currently in a basement being held at gunpoint. He's already shot Adler's twice, and I hope this is the correct style of intro he was looking for. So enjoy the show, HMG listeners. Please, for the love of Stevie, enjoy the show. Morons! It seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels, to the humorless hacks in Hollywood, to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. And Joe Biden still gets to sleep in the White House. Amazing. I bet he wakes up every morning and he has no fucking idea why he's there. <laughs> he's, like, he's just like, whoa, whoa what, what do I do? Hey, hey, I'm at Barack's. Barack's for a sleepover. Oh, no. oh man, I hope I hope we got I hope we got lots of pizza and hot dogs. And, and he he's a very special guy. He he's called a minor attracted person. An M A P. Free speech should no longer be allowed. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Don't mind me if my baby's pop Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021, and this is episode 66 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa, and welcome to the Groundhog Day edition of WOM. Ground. And I realized. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't know it was Groundhog's Day. Yeah. I, is that like a like a like a thing? Like we have a, a special edition? Um. No. I mean, I mean, I know. I know. Like, like we had the, the Christmas episode. We had like a Thanksgiving deal. Like I know we had that. So all right. Um, so uh, it is Tuesday, February second, twenty twenty one, and this is episode sixty six of the War. Wait, wait, what, what are you? What are you doing? Did you just you start just, over? You just. You just said it's Groundhog's Groundhog Day. Yeah. So. So. Well, um, so I'm doing a thing. Wait, a 30-year-old movie reference? That's the thing you're opening the show with? It, it is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2020. Wow. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, I'll stop. I'll, that was... I mean, you know the holiday Groundhog Day doesn't have anything to do with the time loop, right? Like, all right, um... yeah, I guess it was a hack bit. I mean, <laughs> but hey, I mean, unless you're Bill Murray, though, right? Yeah. 
Okay, are you Bill Murray? Uh, no, I guess I'm not Bill Murray. No. Yeah, I, I know about Groundhog Day. I know about Groundhog Day. There's a, there's a little hedgehog, and he's got to see his hedgehog, hedgehog shadow, or, or else the... Uh, he's not a hedgehog. It's a it groundhog. That's why it's called Groundhog Day. And his name is Punxsutawney Phil, so put some respect on it. Because if he comes out of his den and sees his shadow, that means six more weeks of winter. So... so- so he controls the weather. Basically. Supposedly. He, he's been wrong before. He's a climate change rodent, is what you're telling me. He, <laughs> who the fuck came Better up? than a climate czar, am I right? <laughs> I guess. I, I, I was about to say, like, who came up with this holiday? Greta fucking Thunberg? Like, oh, oh yeah, the, 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 the climate change uh, rat, he makes the, the winter last longer, and then we all come out and shame him. Oh, and say, why did you God. look at your shadow? Fuck you. Oh my god. You know, they, they this year they should change it to a hedgehog in honor of GameStop. And GameStop. Really? We're going with a Sonic reference now. Well, I'm I, I had to find some way to kind of pigeonhole that in there. I don't I don't understand hedge funds. <laughs> I, I mean I'm I'm not gonna pretend that I do. Shit. I I've had what, like three days to try to figure that out? I I, I obviously didn't get there on time to, to figure it out and make money off of it or or else we, we wouldn't be here. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, maybe they could just, um, you know, speaking of Groundhog Day, why don't they just have Petto Joe wander out of the White House, you know, for a couple minutes today? And if he sees his shadow, six more weeks of dark winter. Dark uh, winter? Uh, I mean, yeah. look, we're going to get that whether we like it or uh, not. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I bet, uh, what's his name? Punxahani? Punxahani. Punk I can't. Anyway, I bet he's got more brain capacity than fucking Pedo Joe. Anyway, so <laughs> maybe he should be president. Punk Satani Phil for president, better than Joe. That's that's what I'm going with. Don't be so, speciesist. Yeah. <laughs> do we have that story in the stack this week? We should. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, fucking Peta's out there saying you you can't go out there using terms like you can't say like pig headed. Because that's mean to pigs. Wow. Yeah, you, you can't say, like, donkey brain, because that's mean to, to, to Biden. Oh, my Stuff God. like that. Where is the yeah. line? Maybe maybe we just shouldn't look at or know of animals. Like, maybe yeah. we should keep all the animals in, like, an enclosure somewhere to themselves where humans <laughs> can't interact with them or see them at all. Would that be more humane? Yeah, and, like, like maybe you can only go there and, and see them, like, if you pay, like, a fee. That sounds, yeah, yeah, I think that sounds like the most reasonable thing to do. Yeah, maybe, like, some guy goes out there every once in a while and, like, just, like, feeds them. For, for the animals' sake. Yeah. Right, it's only fair. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. I saw, actually, I don't know if you saw the news, but I mentioned our climate czar the other day, and climate I'm not sure. Climate czar? Like, that's not creepy at all. Uh, like, all, all of a sudden, we've got climate czars. There's probably a bunch of czars now. It seems like every time we've got one of these assholes in office, all of a sudden, we've got totalitarian ass. We've got fucking czars. We got executive orders, like like half a dozen of them every hour. Look, look, look. <laughs> don't worry the lead. They made a very important announcement. Okay. Well, the look. climate czar, and maybe we could put some music behind this in post. <laughs> the climate czar has announced that Joe Biden has a multi-trillion dollar plan to stop hurricanes from uh, happening at all, ever. Wow. You know, I, I guess I, I fucked up. He's not donkey-brained at all, if he can do that. If he can stop hurricanes for just several trillion dollars, this doesn't sound like a scheme. It doesn't no sound way. like something an idiot would come up with at all, does it? 
Not at all. And there couldn't be any unforeseen repercussions of stopping a naturally occurring weather event. I mean, it's like, it's almost like a, it's almost like they're scamming us. No, no. No, no. They would never lie to us. Are are we going to get that 2,000 bucks, by the way? (laughs) No, it all has to go to the uh, hurricane. We'll we'll circle back. prevention plan. We'll circle back to that one. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, anyway, we're getting, we're getting into it. We're getting into it. Let's, uh, before we start repeating ourselves, um, let's just let the people know. You can reach us as always, 813-906-9099. Catch us live on the air. Leave us a voicemail if you don't. We'll play it when this airs every Tuesday at hameenmediagroup.podveen.com. Yep, or of course, join 600 followers in our active MeWe community with hilarious and probably illegal memes posted every (laughs) single day. And of course, like and subscribe our streams on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, DLive, etc., etc. Yep, and uh, now time for the stack of stupidity. Uh, And I guess I'll start things off. Um, In White Plains, New York, where once again, an embattled young sister... Is being set up. I'm, I, I'm going to get woke for this next one. Oh, boy. Yeah, because this young sister, she's being set up by a systematically racist court system. Uh, you see, what, what she's saying is that the, this federal grand jury has indicted her. It, it's trying to put her away. The, the grand jury's too white. She She's being held down by the man, y'all. Ah. Uh. Okay, I mean, that is, <laughs> admittedly, that's, that's pretty progressive for this show. Um, I, I mean, I gotta say, I need some context. Uh, you know, maybe a name here would oh, help? Yeah, this sister's name is Gislaine Maxwell. See, I knew you were going somewhere with that. But, you know, that's, that's pretty out of left field. Yeah, um, so in a defense so ridiculous and uh, so bold that, god damn it, it... it it's probably gonna. It's probably gonna work. Um, the wealthy British socialite and last I checked, very white Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> associate is trying to avoid her child sex trafficking charges by claiming there weren't enough black and Hispanic people representing uh, on the jury, uh, on the grand jury that indicted her. So apparently, the Constitution requires that the grand jury be drawn from uh, quote. A fair cross section of the community, and you know anybody that's been up in that part of the country. White Plains is not exactly the most diverse part of the uh, part of the part of the st- city there. Um, but this was supposed to be like in I don't know, in, like in the Bronx or something. But because of COVID, it got moved. Um, so she's she's like trying to claim that oh, oh well, you know, I was supposed to have my trial like in New York City. And, you know, there were supposed to be a lot, you know, a lot more people whose names end in a Z, you know, on, on that, on that grand jury, you know, a lot more melanin on that board. You know what I'm saying? It's not right. I mean, I don't, I don't understand where the fuck she thinks she gets off. Like, really? Well, apparently she thinks that, that minorities are cool with raping little kids. I don't- apparently? <laughs> Is that not racist? Like, I, I think, I mean, I, I, I get that, like, just, like, you know, reaching and trying to figure out anything that you can to try to get off. But, like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I, I'm a little confused here because you think about New York City, yeah. right? I mean, why stop it? 
skin color. I mean, there's probably a million different skin colors out there, so you could, you know, definitely, you know, take this argument uh, pretty far. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's also like 30-something genders nowadays, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure you could find one of each of them in New York, at least. Yeah, you're going to need a bigger courtroom, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean... If you're trying to, and what about some, like, you know, psychopath who dresses up as a rat and, like, eats cheese off the subway floor? Like, we I do not see that man represent, there's no rat man on the grand jury. There's no goddamn rat man. How am I supposed to feel represented by my community? (laughs) This is not right. I mean, how many people are on a grand jury? I I mean, I, it's it's been a while since I've, uh, since I've been indicted. I can't. I can't, I can't remember. Is, I think like, like 24 is, or something. There is like that. not one goddamn street performer spray painted gold and doing the robot. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, I don't know if you guys uh, remember when John Rocker got in trouble. You know, the, the pitcher for the Braves. Everybody hated him in New York. He he was talking about how he used to hate when he was playing against the New York Mets. He's like, man, I hate riding the subway up there because you got some purple-haired kid with AIDS, and you hear about six different languages. Man, you ride the subway, and you got, like, a Puerto Rican, and and everyone's like, Jesus Christ, that's the most racist shit I've ever heard. Yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, it was. Yeah. Well, you can look at it from a whole different angle now, and you're like, well, I mean, look, if you're Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyer, you're like, look, now... In the case of John Rocker in uh, 2001 from Sports Illustrated, I do not see a purple-haired guy that's infected with AIDS on this grand jury. (laughs) I do not see a Puerto Rican drug addict on this grand jury. There is not enough representation. (laughs) Oh, my God. And, hey, you know, maybe she's transracial now. And maybe that's the whole thing. I mean, like, it, just going back to the whole, like, not enough uh, black and Hispanic thing. Like, maybe, like, when she gets to her trial, she's going to show up in a dashiki and an afro. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, Miss Maxwell, is that you? No, no, it's GZX now. Power to the people. You know, this day and age, <laughs> nothing would surprise me. Yeah, this day and age, she'd get acquitted. You know, they'd be like, uh, I mean... I know you're a pedophile, and I know that you've raped, you know, dozens, maybe hundreds of people. Maybe she can run for president 2024. I could see that ticket. You know, by then, I mean, God knows where where Biden will be. But they'll be like, look, I I know you were next in line, Kamala, but Ghislaine Maxwell is a prolific pedophile. She has raped even more people than Joe Biden and Bill Clinton combined. She's got to go to the front of the line. (laughs) I, I know she wasn't born in this country. Look, we can and change it. We don't follow the Constitution how, anymore. <laughs> how can you say she's technically white, Kamala? She's transracial. Don't be bigoted. GZX, y'all. GZX 2024. Okay, well, you know what? It's funny that you should <laughs> It's funny that you should mention all this, because speaking of pedophiles, the New York Times has shown its impeccable journalistic integrity once again by describing alleged Catholic Joe Biden as the most religiously observant president in half a century. Well... To be fair, um, I mean, he does have quite a lot in common with your average Catholic priest. Okay, well. I mean, I know it's not in the Bible or anything, but I mean, he's a huge fan of, uh, you know. I'm not even a religious guy. You know, I, I don't necessarily think that the president needs to be. I mean, it's not like we're trying to elect the Pope here. Right. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> he's got it. He's got like a highlight reel of his 
best child molestation clips. You know, I I, I don't think he, he's exactly a candidate for canonization. You know? I mean, really. <laughs> and, I mean, at the end of the day, this dude's first day in office, he's scrambling to figure out how to put transvestites in little girls' bathrooms, mass-produce abortions. I mean... Yeah, Are they even letting him take communion? I mean, I, I think you missed the part about, like, where CNN showed footage of him going to a church. So, checkmate. He, he practically, he, he practically is a bishop. Damn. He, Joe Biden went to church on Sunday. Jo- Donald Trump probably never did that. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just don't know what to make. I, mean, I, I bet he spent a whole lot of time in the confessional, too. Oh, I, I'm sure I'm sure he would. Yeah, it would take a long fucking time for him to remember what the fuck he was confessing to. Uh, hey, bless me, Father, for I have a, um, uh, you know, you know the thing. Yeah, yeah, the priest is like, you groped the little girl, Joe. We know. We were all watching C-SPAN. Oh, my God. And, and honestly, since when has the media thought that being the president and being religious combined was a good thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, like, George uh, George W. Bush was president. They were talking about, like, if George Bush said the word Jesus, they were like, all right, there it is, American Taliban. Like, a couple months ago, remember, was her name Amy Barrett? Mm-hmm. You know, they were saying she was unfit for office because she was Catholic, right? Yeah, yeah. And now Joe Biden... World champion pedophile. And they're like, dude, he's Catholic and it's fucking awesome. If you're a Catholic who believes in abortion, apparently, (laughs) I mean, it's like Jews for Jesus. I don't know how it works, but apparently that's what people are going for. It's a a whole new world. Um, Anyway, (laughs) speaking of uh, Moron Joe, uh, one funny item from the the inauguration a couple weeks ago that we missed. Did you see that he and the nurse lady got themselves locked out of the White House? Uh, I mean, that doesn't really surprise me. He doesn't, he doesn't seem like the type of guy who knows where his keys are at all times, okay? Yeah, I mean, there's an image, like, <laughs> he loses the keys to the White House, like, yeah, oh, oh, is this, is this a, uh, is this a DC locksmith? Yeah, I, I need you to come down to 1600, uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. I lost my keys. You know, see, I was, I was chasing my dog around naked again, and oh, uh, I think I might have keistered him. <laughs> No, no, this actually happened before he would even have been issued keys. I I don't even know if that's a thing. Like, if the president... I don't think the president carries around a, a set of keys. Yeah, I'm not um, thinking so. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't trust him with the nuclear codes, let alone the White House keys. But, yeah, I think they, I think they have people for that. I, I, like, well, yeah, that, that's, actually, um, that's actually kind of what happened here. So, basically, uh, one of the first things that Biden did, or at least that his people did... Um, Almost probably as soon as he took the oath of office, was they fired every single person on Trump's staff. And I'm not just talking about like the press secretary. Like okay. I'm not talking about like the the secretary of state. They fired the fucking butler. Wait, they fired like the yeah. help? They yeah. They well, I mean, he's he's paranoid. He's crazy. He's just basically like Kim Jong Un. So I mean, and they uh, didn't even bother to find a replacement. Yep. So, obviously, that blew up right in his face because nobody was there to open the doors. 
So karma. So I mean, I mean, you, you can't even. Trust. Honestly, I bet the butler was like, "Let me just go grab my things and lock the door from the inside and walked off." I, I could see that, you know, like um, I, I could see the butler just being, you know, really, really petty about it too. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, like oh, all right, well, you know, the the, the first job that, that that Joe cuts is the fucking butler of the White House. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can't even tr- trust the wait staff, buddy, I mean, you know, maybe you're not supposed to be there. You know, maybe it shouldn't be squatting. True. Well, speaking of paranoid (laughs) politicians, the mayor of Portland actually pepper sprayed a guy last week. I, that's, that's hilarious. I it was going to say, how is that news? I mean, yeah, I mean, getting pepper sprayed in Portland, I mean, that's like a nightly occurrence out there. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> but I mean, this time it wasn't at one of the various nightly Antifa riots. I mean, it very well could have been, though. I mean, I, I, I want to say this guy, um, uh, Mayor, uh, what's his name? Mayor Ted Wheeler. Yeah. Like, he's gotten his ass kicked. He's literally gotten his ass kicked. I want to say Didn't multiple they try to burn times. His house down? Yes, they did. And he's like, he's like a, he's, he's like a liberal too. He's like, he's like, hey man, I'm on your side. Why are you kicking my ass? I was like, yeah. Why are you burning down my apartment? Hey man, I'm with you. <laughs> Honestly? They they ran uh, they they literally ran a candidate against him out there, and they almost won. Like he, he like he didn't even run against a Republican. He ran against someone from the Antifa party, like. Like, Honestly, it's starting to make sense. I'm starting to feel bad for this guy. Maybe I shouldn't have included him in the stack because now I'm starting to see why he might be a little paranoid. Um, he was actually having dinner with former Mayor Sam Adams at a brewery when a friend. I wonder was, if when, when Sam Adams is at a brewery, if he if he orders a Sam Adams. Oh, that's I'm too sure obvious. he gets a lot of jokes about that. Ha ha. <laughs> Uh, so a, a, a citizen got up in their faces with a camera phone and started grilling them for not wearing their masks. Well, you know, I, I can't say that they didn't deserve that. I mean, like, basically, it's like, tables turn, <laughs> you know, you fucking assholes. Like, if only, like, does it say in the article, was Kate Brown there, too, with them? Like, <laughs> that would be great if she was at the table, too, you know, just so they could fuck up her meal as well. I know, but yeah. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> come on, they were eating. What were they supposed to do, like, shove the food through their masks? Yes. Yes, I yeah, honestly these people have been ruining everybody else's meal. They've been fucking up people's Thanksgivings and 4th of Julys and everything else like for it's February now. They've yeah. been, it's been 11 months that these people have been imposing their ridiculous COVID rules on the public. So, yeah, I think I think that they should, you know, they should have to eat soup so they can filter it through their face oh, masks, God. you know. Like go go for it, Ted. <laughs> Well, either way, apparently, when Mayor Ted meets one of his constituents, apparently he immediately becomes frightened for his well-being, which, (laughs) you know, can't say I blame him. Good reason. So he pulled out his pepper spray and maced the guy straight away. Straight away. I would have loved to have seen that. That's going to make things really awkward, though, like when he's running for re-election, probably against... I mean... Yeah, it is going to be pretty awkward. Imagine, imagine... (laughs) Having to run for mayor and, like, do a whole political campaign when you're the dude who pees his pants when faced with one of your potential voters. Right. Like, well, I'm, I'm thinking from, like, the voter's perspective. Like, you know, like, when, when I'm sitting there looking at the ballot, I'm like, oh, this son of a bitch, he raised my taxes. Or, oh, this is that guy that promised me the, the, the fucking stimulus check and he didn't give it to me. And then this guy's like, oh, that's that son of a bitch that pepper sprayed me. <laughs> <laughs> or... <laughs> Like better yet, though. I mean, like you said, 
You know, imagine, um, you know, like at a town hall. Oh, God. You know, like half the people in that town hall. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You know, he, he's got to, he's got to grow some stones, I think. Yeah. Well, it, you know, that, that kind of reminds me of those airplane commercials. I think it was air, uh, airplane commercials. Um, yeah, I think it was like Southwest Air. Like, so they'd show somebody in like an, a really awkward situation. Like, they'd get caught like blowing up a bathroom at work or whatever, and it would be like, want to get away? Wait. And, blowing up a bathroom? Like a bomb? Yeah, I mean, you would want to get away after committing a crime. Kind of like, like blowing up a bathroom. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> kind of, honestly, that, that makes it. That makes it worse when I, like, have to break it down. Like, I, I don't know like, if that was actually one of the commercials. Like, oh, man, he's <laughs> sitting there just letting it rip after after eating Taco Bell for lunch. Boy, don't you want to get away? Let's, let's book a trip to Vegas. I was thinking, like, oh, did you commit tax fraud? Want to get away? Like, yeah, obviously. Jesus. Oh, never, never mind that. But um, so speaking of the airline. <laughs> See, I was picturing Sam Adams at a town hall, and all the citizens want to fucking, like, burn him, and, you know, with pitchforks. Oh want to get away? Want to get away. Oh, fl- fly away from Portland. Uh, but, yeah, spe- speaking of the airlines, um, they- they've certainly fallen on some rough times with the lockdowns, with the travel restrictions, with the other, you know, with, with the other scamdemic bullshit that we've been dealing with lately. But Australian budget airliner called Ryanair... What a name! <laughs> I'm guessing it's uh, I'm guessing it's named after some guy named Ryan. <laughs> uh, well, they may have figured out the marketing hack to sail right through this whole COVID thing completely unscathed. Oh wow! Are they making it like easier to fly, like well, redu- reducing restrictions? Uh, well, <laughs> I'll just I'll just explain it. So on their website, they're advertising the upcoming vacation season. Uh, for, for the summer, with a flashy banner uh, featuring the words, Book Summer, Vaccines Are Coming, alongside the picture of a syringe and the oh-so-catchy slogan, Jab and Go. Jab and Go. Yeah. That's what they went with. <laughs> yep. They tested that on people and said, yep, sounds good. Wow. <laughs> I mean, are they... Are they... Giving you the shot? At the, is the Ryanair employees going to give you the shot at the airport? I don't even trust these people to handle my luggage. I mean, it's it's not really clear from the article. I mean, it it, it seems like it might just be a gimmick. Well, um, that's, that's what the cure to a deadly pandemic needs. A, a gimmick. You know, they've sold me. Sign me up. <laughs> like, like, was, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, fly, maybe die. You know, is yeah. that not available? Or uh, maybe did somebody already snap up, sterilized, paralyzed, then let's hit the friendly skies. Oh, my yeah. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I can't get over the image of, like, an airline stewardess. Like, you, you get down that little like, ramp thing, and you're going onto the plane, and, like, the airline stewardess is, like, jabbing you with a needle. Like, I'm nervous to fly as is. Add vaccinations into the mix. I'm never flying again. Yeah, like, I'm just picturing, like, our equivalent in the, in the States. Like, you know, some, like, I don't know if if, if it's like this at Riot Air. Like, I, I've never been been down uh, to Australia. I, I'll have to ask Simon next time I'm <laughs> talking to him. Shout out to Simon, by the way. Listen to his new podcast, the, um, shit, I was going to give him a good plug. I was okay. just on his show. It's called the, uh, 
the the gentleman of logic. Yes. Yes. I was on I was on the gentleman of logic with Simon from Australia. Check it out. Look it up on all your favorite pods. But anyway, our equivalent, Spirit Air. Oh. I don't know if you guys have ever flown fucking Spirit Air. Their stewardesses are fucking horrible. They're like angry all the time. They're rude. They're mean. Can you imagine getting a, a fucking shot from one of these people? Just so you can take, like, a $60 red eye to, like, Fort Lauderdale. Jeez. And, like, it, making that, like, the whole purpose of your... Like, there are people in, like, these stupid, like, blue states and stuff. Like, there's people in New York that are, like, booking trips to Florida just so they can get a vaccine. Oh, God. Like, like, I, I just really... I gotta go down to Florida so I can get a vaccine. I mean, you know, they, it's open up down there. Oh, cool. So you want to go to the bar? You want to go, you know, you, you want to like get, live, go to the beach? You want to live normal life? Go maybe get a steak? Oh, God, no. I don't want to get the, no, I just want to get a vaccine. Maybe go to Walgreens, get a oh, shot. God. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> anyway, we're going to call. <laughs> All right, I'll take this one. Hello, caller. Area 404. You are on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, hi, this is Pete. I'm calling, uh, well, uh, this is Pete. I'm, I'm from Atlanta. Uh, can, can you hear me all right? Uh, yeah, I can hear you just fine, Pete. Thanks for calling in. All right. Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes it's a little loud in here. <laughs> anyway, I, 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 you, you're kind of talking about, uh, you, you're kind of speaking my language. I thought I'd uh, call in and kind of give you a little bit of insight with me being a, uh, a pilot and everything. I thought, I thought maybe I could give you a little bit of, uh, uh, talk, talk to you a little bit about what's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know. What's your take on this whole vaccinating people, you know, jabbing to go? Like, like, what, what's your take on that? Hey, look, I mean, we gotta do what we gotta do. I mean, you, you gotta say, I mean, these days, I mean, the, the planes these days, I mean, they're empty. You know, I mean, they used to be jam-packed. They used, they used to be so many people. I mean, these, I mean, these days, it's just, it's, I tell you, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like every flight from Red Eye, that's what it feels like. So, I mean, if, if that's what it takes, you know, you gotta tell people you, you're gonna you stick them with the needle or whatever. You, you know, that's what we're gonna do. You know, we, we, we just gotta get people on the planes again. We gotta look, everybody. It's summer. We're, 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 it's vacation time. It's okay. It's okay. There's a vaccine. It's safe. It's safe. See America. See, everything's okay. I mean, you know, Pete. I, I get I get that you want people to fly again. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you know, if having a vaccine makes them feel safer, then okay. But I mean, do you really think that the airlines should be the ones like doling out the doses here? Hey, you know the airlines. I don't care. I mean, it's. I mean, the vaccine. I mean, look between you and me, we know this. This COVID thing's fake anyway. I, look, it, it's not about. It's not about safety. It's not about safety. Half the stuff we do on, like, like, like the whole. You know, the whole safety presentation that we do on the on the flights. Yeah. That's a bunch of. That's a bunch of kabuki theater anyway. You know that, right? What? Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the little, uh, the, the flight attendants, they make up different gestures and shit every time. They just, you know, they, So they, what happens they, if there's an emergency? There's never an emergency. You know how long I've been flying planes? I've been flying planes since the, I don't know, when did I get my wings? I don't want to say like something in the 90s, 92, 93. I've never crashed a plane once. 
Well, yeah, I mean, not I know a, it's not fair, a time. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just having a swig. <laughs> a swig? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I got to knock them back. I mean, it just gets boring. You know, everybody thinks that, you know, flying a plane is just, you know, it's this big deal. It's like your hand solo or something. Like your Lando Calrissian. It's, uh, you know, I, I'm not even the guy flying the plane anymore. I, I'm just sitting here watching a computer. I just, it's, just, it's like watching a computer. You're I ain't flying doing nothing. a plane right now? Yeah. I'm flying to I'm flying uh, I'm flying to uh, to Boston right now. I'm flying to, to Logan or whatever it's called. Logan. Jesus. Well, I think it's called Logan. Why are you on the phone and taking swigs of what was that? Liquor? Jameson. Jameson Irish whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, I love Jameson. Jesus. Yeah, I, I usually have uh, yeah, like a bottle of Jameson. You know, this is a trip to a trip to Boston. I mean, I like to get in the mood. You know, there's a lot of Irish up in Boston. I like to get in a real party mood. You know, Boston always makes me feel you know like I, like I want to scrap. You know, Why can't like, you know, just I want to. Three hours. It's a three-hour flight. I mean, like I said, the computer doesn't work. You know, when we get close, that's when I'll bust a couple of lines and I'm good to go. I just gotta land it. You know, we get three wheels on the ground and I just, you know, I gotta land the plane. What? Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Pete's got it. I'm pretty sure the FAA would disagree with you. For a long time. What? Who? You know, the airline regulation. We don't care about them. I, you know, I, I respected you. I listen to your, you know, I listen to your program when I'm flying these friendly uh, skies. I listen to your program. I enjoy your program. Well, I'm, well, I'm having a couple. Well, I'm knocking a few back when I'm smoking a fat one. And, and, and I never thought that you would insult. Me. I, I, I would, I, I, I would like you to take that back. Well, Pete, I'm sorry, but I really just don't think it's appropriate or very smart for you to be getting drunk and high while you're flying a plane. Hey, hey Mike, how close are we to Boston? Oh, shit. Hey, cut up the line. Cut up the line. Sorry, I'm just talking to my co-pilot here. Jesus We're Christ. getting a little close. Yeah, when we get close, what we do is we just chop up some lines. We got that Bolivian mountain powder. Yeah, There's, now you know, what? Pete, I, I don't and need then, to hear anymore. And then that just wakes us right up. So, so in case you're worried, in case you're worried that we're drunk or something like that, it just wakes us right up, makes us feel good. You don't have to worry. The people are safe. The people you know, are safe. Hold on a second. You've convinced me, Pete. You, you guys sound Ladies like real professionals. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. This is Pete. Petey, Petey, Pete, captain speaking. Uh, you look out your window, you're going to see uh, Boston Austin, Boston Harbor or something. Beautiful day out there. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. We're going to get down in there in just a minute. Now it's going to get real close. We're going to kick that water. We're going to get real close in it. Don't panic. He's got this. Don't you worry. Four hundred. Oh, shit. Two hundred. One hundred. Goodbye. Uh, that did. I'm never flying again. Uh, he was. How was he? 
I didn't think you were supposed to have your, like, phone on, like, while you were flying. I don't I, think you're supposed to do a lot of the shit that guy's doing, Hey, okay? he's the pilot. He, I mean, he makes the rules. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, if that last caller um, didn't deter you from booking your next plane trip, the Moron Administration is considering yet another executive order. Ooh. Uh, big surprise there. Exactly. <laughs> it should go to the World Book of Records. Yeah, I'm... Are, are they up to triple digits yet? Because I feel like uh, I feel like they're getting there. Um, anyway, this time it's to require airline passengers to get a negative COVID test before boarding their flight. Oh, great! Well, I mean, as long as you, if flying didn't give you enough anxiety, which it gives me a lot of anxiety, now now I've got to get a freaking Q-tip shoved halfway up my nose. So it's just so oh, wonderful. oh no no no! Um, <laughs> who said anything about your nose? What? Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, apparently, those brain-piercing nasal swabs that we've been subjecting healthy people to by the millions for months on end, uh, those are not good enough. Uh, no, the ever-so-benevolent Chinese health authorities have developed a much more accurate methodology. Prepare yourselves for the coronavirus anal swab. The what? Oh, you heard that right. Uh, they're now shoving the Q-tip, and uh, excuse me, listeners, because this this does get a, a little graphic. I'll I'll try to be as tactful as possible, but they're they're shoving a Q-tip at least at least two inches up your rectum and uh, swabbing it around uh, for, for about ten seconds um, just to get a good sample. Nice. Um, yeah. Very, very nice. That's, that's, that's lovely. You know, just, just, uh, you know, so they're just, you know, just going in with a little, you know, two inches, you know, just, just a At little At least bit, two inches. Um, up your ass. To check for a respiratory infection. A respiratory, you know, I, honestly, I just think they're trying to see what they can get away with at this point. Right? You know? I mean, wasn't this a meme last year? Like, yeah. I, I swear I saw one that was like, if Dr. Fauci said to walk around with your finger in your ass, you'd do it. You'd be like, hey, trust the science. Yeah, yeah. And, well, once again, memes have become reality. They're like, not supposed to, folks. <laughs> they're not supposed to, but but they are. You know, like, um, it's, it's in this, I mean, this one, to be fair, it hasn't made it over here just yet. Well, um, thank God. Well, uh, it will. This can, I, be, this can be executive order number 523. <laughs> I, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, man, I like this one. He'll actually read this one. He'll, he'll get a little. Oh. Fucking tickle down his leg. I you think know? he has a KPI. Like you have to sign twenty executive orders a day. Oh, man, I, I I don't normally read this one, but it had a little cartoon. <laughs> it had a little drawing of this guy getting getting something shoved up his ass. I like that. I liked it. Um, no, but, but um, this one, uh, it's of course it started in China. They did a mass testing at some school. Um, what? Yeah, I guess that doesn't uh, seem appropriate. Does anything? Does anything anymore? Uh, so a student um, had an asymptomatic case. Okay. Um, so they gave um, nasal saliva and this new anal test to twelve hundred kids at the school. Oh my god! I mean, fuck yeah! I mean, you can never be too sure, huh? Well, and not like anybody cares because I mean, with COVID, nobody actually cares about the actual virus. But guess what? Every single test, all 3,600 tests, 
Every single one came back negative. So they're not more accurate. Um, I mean, I, I guess that, that just means that they need to get a better sample. So, uh, you know, bend over, buddy. Here it comes again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, Imagine, I used to, you know, you used to worry about things like sending your kid to school and like, you know... And, you know, maybe they'd scrape their knee or something, or some kid would pick on them. Now you send your kid off to school in China, apparently you have to worry about whether they're going to shove something up your kid's ass. I mean, you got to be fair, you got to worry about that quite a bit in America. <laughs> oh, God. Just not for a COVID test. I mean, but what's really sick is, you know it's only a matter of time. You know it's just a matter of time before they bring this fucking test here. You know, oh, like, you think? I mean, I'd really like to think that getting sodomized to check for an asymptomatic cold virus is where we draw the line. Like, I, I know the frog's been simmering for a long time and I, I I I really think that this is when we're supposed to jump out of the fucking pot. I really do. Uh, you know, these days, I, I feel like there's going to be millions of people just lining up for their anal swab. You know? Just, uh, honestly, just launch it on Pride Week. You know? Have, have you seen TikTok these days? <laughs> Kids these days are going to line up for this shit. They're going to be like, oh, it's not the first time I put something up my ass. Not to prove I'm a liberal. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> they're they're going to be advertising it on SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> I tell you, the drive through testing sites are going to become a dystopian hellscape. <laughs> just, just drive through with your, your ass hanging your ass out, out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's move on before okay. I vomit. All right. Well, speaking of moronic corona mandates, doctors have been ramping up their recommendations for face mask use because apparently one just isn't enough, folks. Dr. Fauci has started the madness earlier this month when he told Americans to start wearing two face masks at once. All right. Two. That, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but not quite. Uh, not, not, it's not the best idea. So... Then that idea got laughed off by Virginia Tech researchers shortly after who upped the ante to three masks. Apparently three is the magic number. Mm -hmm. um, but then, then, then uh, you know, somebody said stop the presses because Dr. Scott Seagal of Wake Forest has raised the bar once more and just told NBC News that we might need four. Four face masks if you want to survive. You know... I think my ears would fall off if I strapped four of these face masks. <laughs> this feels like those Gillette commercials. You know, like, remember, like, with, with the with the razor blades? I don't know if they're still doing that bullshit. Like, you know, three blades, four blades, five blades, the Mach 6, you know, all the blades. <laughs> we, you know, we had ten fucking razor blades. Like, I mean, except for this is infinitely more useless because the masks, I mean, you, you actually need to shave your face. You don't need to fucking put a... a face mask on. Well, you actually need to breathe. I don't think you're going to be able to if you're wearing four fucking face masks. Yeah, but you can't spread COVID. You know, if you suffocate and die, you can't spread your dirty germs to anybody. It's, maybe that's the point. That's probably the point. Yeah. yeah anyway. Anyway, let's just... Let's just move on to the opposite end of that debate. Um, There's an opposite end of oh, that debate? This is actually... This is actually um, this is actually pretty funny. So let's head out to Arizona where a Cave Creek t-shirt store owner got into an altercation with a customer who chose to ignore his strict no-mask policy. You know, that's a refreshing take on things. I, at first, yeah, I mean, on the face of it, um, but it 
Turns out that there's assholes on the Liberty side, too. Um, they just don't tend to have Q-tips stuck in them. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this story actually dates all the way back to November. I guess it's just hitting the headlines now because he's um, just getting tried or whatever. Um, but this store owner, he had signs on the entrance of the shop telling customers that masks are not allowed under any circumstances. But when this guy came in with the mask on... Instead of just telling him, hey, buddy, you know, look at the sign, or maybe using this as an opportunity to, you know, open up a conversation about, you know, what's really going on. <laughs> this guy comes out from behind the counter. He gets in his face. He chest bumps him, and he tells him, get the fuck out of here or take your mask off. Holy shit. Oh, no, that gets better. Because if it, it ends up with him pulling a gun on the guy. What? Yeah. Uh, the guy basically, I mean, I, I guess he, he shoved him back when he chest bumped him, but one thing led to another and it ended up with the store owner pulling a gun on some dude for wearing a mask in his store. Holy yeah. shit. Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, you should have read the sign, right? I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I would pay attention to every single goddamn sign <laughs> on every single goddamn store I walk into for the rest of my life. I mean, before 2020, to be fair, I guess, I mean, a lot of people got guns pulled on them for walking into stores with face masks on. We just, you know, we called them robbers. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I forgot all about robbers. Yeah. Because now it's so normal to see people with face masks on. Yeah, Maybe he, he should try that defense in court. He should. I mean, he is, he's. He's he is being charged, so it's it's either that or say there's too many white people on the jury. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> oh my god! And just across the state line, actually, our next story is in Albuquerque, New Mexico, right. where we have another story that probably didn't need to be settled with a quick draw contest, as a 25 year old man pulled a gun at a McDonald's drive through over a cheeseburger. Look, I, I don't know what kind of sheltered life this guy lived to make it to 25. Before he learned this lesson. But I'm sorry, dude. The burgers never look like they do in the picture. That doesn't mean you have to fucking shoot anybody. Honestly, like, honestly, that would have been a much better explanation than a real story here. This guy whipped a gun out on the cashier because they forgot to put cheese on his burger. At McDonald's. Shocking, I know. Have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? You, you know, like in Falling Down, like, uh, like Michael Douglas. You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe he's just having a bad day. Yeah, yeah. maybe so, but either way, I'm, I'm pretty sure this guy can look forward to a uh, McDonald's-free existence now. His boycott's going to be very effective, because I'm pretty sure they don't have McDoubles in prison. Yeah, 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 but I bet their ice cream machine works. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of arguments that might have started with one too many cheeseburgers, a Mexican woman has been arrested for stabbing her husband repeatedly... After finding photos of him with a younger, slimmer woman and suspecting an affair. Wait, she stabbed him? Yeah, over and over. Um, the only thing Damn. that saved him was the neighbors heard his screams and called the police. I mean, she went really crazy on this guy. She stabbed the shit out of him. Holy shit. I mean... I mean, you know, it's... it's, it's I don't know, it's kind of fucked up, I guess. I mean, you know, on the other hand, I can understand why she'd be angry, but that's extreme. I mean, she found um, pictures of him with a, with a with a young, hot chick. I, I mean, mean, yeah. You know, if she, if she just divorced him, I'd be like, good for her. But, you know, murder is a little bit, you know, excessive. And they get angry down there. But, I mean, what, uh, 
What I'm having trouble figuring out is your segue. Uh, you said this had something to do with cheeseburgers. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd pick up on that. See, um, you see, here's, and here's why this is a funny story. So the husband wasn't having an affair. The, the photos that she found, uh, they weren't of another woman. Uh, the photos that she found were photos of her before she got old and fat. What? Yeah, yeah she was, she had too many cheeses. I mean, she probably had too many tacos or something. I don't know. I don't know what they ate down there. She didn't <laughs> recognize herself. That's how bad it's gotten. She gained so much weight that she didn't even recognize their she own. She forgot what <laughs> she looked like? <laughs> Apparently. Um, so, so it got so bad that she saw some old pictures that he had of, of, of the two of them together, and she thought that he was running around with, you know, some hot young Didn't mama. the photos look kind of old? Uh, maybe it wasn't that long ago. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she lost her mind. And, uh, you know, and now, you know, the rest of the story. Well, that is quite a twist. Good day? <laughs> Doing a little Paul Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... Just so let that be a lesson, all, all the uh, all the women in the audience. Uh, never look too good in pictures. Uh, you don't want your future self to murder your husband in a jealous rage when he's just looking at some old photographs. Pro marriage tip. <laughs> it's better than Doctor Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know who never looks good in pictures? Yeah, Michelle Obama. Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Well, that aside, this next story is really ridiculous. So an Oklahoma state lawmaker named Justin Humphrey has introduced a bill in the state house to create a Bigfoot hunting season. What the fuck? Yeah. Bigfoot hunting season. That's right. You know, I mean, they're going to have to open up a whole and, new section at uh, Camping World. And, and people uh, think, like, people make fun of Oklahoma, but they're over there and, you know, they're they're working on the real issues right now. They're, they're making legislation about hu fucking hunting Bigfoot. What the fuck? Oh Are they God. smoking crack? I don't know for sure, but the Representative Humphreys <laughs> District includes the heavily forested mountains in the southeastern part of the state. And there's a Bigfoot festival held there every year. He says that issuing a state hunting license and tag could help boost tourism. I mean, I, 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 I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, what's he going to do when some fucking oaky hillbilly kills a guy? Well, you know, like, I, I, well, I, you know, I got my Bigfoot hunting tags here. I, 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 I shot a guy. I didn't, I, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, shit! I, think that, I honestly, I, I think you make up a good point. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure Bigfoot, like he's he's gonna end up just being some off gritter, you know? Okay, like, yeah, he's just some guy with an RV, you know? He's, <laughs> he's out taking a piss in the fucking woods, and some, and some, some guy's gonna try to bag and tag him, like. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, and I mean, it gets worse. I mean, it's worse like, than that. It says that Humphrey's trying to secure a twenty-five thousand dollar bounty too. So really, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I, something tells me that when we find out, it's going to be a great headline. You know, maybe maybe we can open the show up with it. That sounds like a great yeah, plan. I, I can't wait. Well, I, pass pass Bigfoot <laughs> hunting season, Oklahoma. Please oh, do. Yes. Please do. I'm, I'm glad they're working on the big issues. Anyway, we're getting another call here. <laughs> Um, I wish it was from Oklahoma, but uh, it looks like a 575 number. Oh, that's a new um, one. So, yeah, fuck it. I'll take it. Um, 
Alright, hi, you're on with WOM. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, this is Laura from uh, New Mexico. And, like, I was just calling in because you guys were talking about, like, Bigfoot, man. That's, like, radical. <laughs> yeah, so, um, apparently, um, you can, uh, you can hunt for him. Or, or maybe you, you'll be able to hunt for him soon in Oklahoma. That's something you might want to uh, take part in? Oh, no. That's not at all cool, man. No, I mean, Bigfoot, you know, he's just... I mean, I'll tell you what the truth is about Bigfoot if you really want to know. Uh, yes. I've been dying to know, so if you can enlighten us. Yeah, man. So, like, Bigfoot, I mean... He's not, like, a person or, like, you can't hunt him. Like, he's, like, hairy and stuff. And, like, that's because, like, he's the alien's dog, man. Like, they have a pet dog. And they lost him. And so, like, think about it. If you lost your dog, you'd be looking, like, everywhere for him, right? Okay, like he's the alien's dog. Like 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 in like all of the aliens' dog, or just like one specific set of aliens. Like all the aliens' dog, man. Like they only had one, and like he's it, and like they have to like search everywhere for him. But like they kind of like like they know where he got out. That's why like you see so many UFO sightings and like New Mexico. Go because like they know where they last saw him, but like he could be anywhere by now. It's been a long time, so they they are they're trying to check everywhere. I mean, that's why they have to check in people's butts and stuff. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Did you just say <laughs> so? Bigfoot is inside of people's butts. Well, obviously not, but I mean, they're aliens. How are they supposed to know? So that's why they're anal probing people. Yeah, clearly. I guess I can't argue with your logic. Um, thanks for, thanks for enlightening us. You're welcome. Have a good one, dude. <laughs> well, that's... What a what a, what a lovely call! What a, what a, I would just love to know what the fuck she's smoking. I mean, I I can guess. I <laughs> wander around in the fucking desert doing all kinds of shit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, this is uh, as good a time as any. We've actually got a sponsored segment this week. Ooh. I'm pretty excited for it. Of course, we've got Super Bowl. Um. Jeez, what is it? Super Bowl. Sunday? Uh, well, yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm trying to f- remember what the what the numeral is. It's like oh. LV, what is that, 55? Or? Does anybody care? I don't know. We got the big game. The big the, game. The big game. It's actually a mile away from here, right down the street here in Tampa. Um, coming up in just a few days, Tampa's actually in the game. Very exciting. Um, and we've got our experts from the Vegas Victories podcast. Oh, my God. That's right. Uh, Vinny V and Ray Ray Robinson. Really, what? dude? It's, I mean, how can you not be excited for that? You know what? 
Well, just... you should be. You're the one that gets to talk to them. What? Yes. Uh, here, I'm just going to hit their music and get them on the line. Uh, hi. I'm Vinny B, I guess? It's me, it's me. It's Vinny B, baby. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to you live from Tampa, Florida, where we're here for the Super Duper Bowl. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, everybody's really hey. excited for the game. Hey, I, I gotta tell you, I'm, I mean, I'm so excited. We just got in here last night. Uh, we're here at the Hard Rock. Uh, the, the Hard Rock, we're, we're staying here. I'm here with my main man, Ray Ray Robinson. Ray Ray, say, hey, say hi to the morons. Hey, hey, it's Ray Ray Robinson, baby. Like, we're here in the casino. We, we get it now. We're we here for the Super Bowl, baby. We're going to get it now. <laughs> Give me the phone. Give me the, hey, hey, we're here. We're, we're going to get crazy with it for for B for Vegas. We're here for 1900 B for Vegas. We've got all of the bets for the big game. We're going to make you all kinds of money. Baby. It's going to be the biggest game in the history, in the history of fucking sports. Do you understand what I'm saying there? I mean, I feel like you said that last year about the Super Bowl, too, but okay. And, and last year, last year, if you remember, I called my shot. I, I put a guarantee out there. I told everybody, I said, I guarantee no matter what, I'm going to get the winner. I guaranteed it, and I got it right. Ray Ray, did I get it right? That's right. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm going to do the same thing this year. All you got to do is you call 1-900-B4-Vegas. Uh, we're going to do it for just uh, uh, 7999 Wait a minute. Last year when you picked a guaranteed winner, wasn't it some kind of prank? Where I remember Jay called up your line. And, 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 and hey, it was... Hey, uh, Look, look, hey, we're not talking about yesterday's papers here. We're talking about Sunday at Raymond James Stadium, right here in Tampa, Florida. We've got the Kansas City Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they got Tom Brady. You know they got Tom Brady? They got Brock. They got, like, what are they doing down here? I thought they were supposed to be in Boston. And, and, and they're... Three-point underdogs. How's Tom Brady going to be an underdog? I mean, I don't care if he's going against Patrick Mahoney. I don't care if he's going against Joe Montana. I don't care if he's going against the ghost of Dan Marino. I don't care. Hey, come on, Dan Marino went dead. I don't care. I'm going to lose. Anyway, uh, am I going to pick Tom Brady to lose? Well, maybe I am, because the Kansas City Chiefs, they got the blood of a thousand Indians. But the only way you find out the winner is if you call 1-900-B-Vegas. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but that's for another time. That's for another place. All We've right. got some fun. We got some fun stuff for you today. Now, do you know about proposition betting? Uh, can't say that I do. The, the proposition. That the back in Vegas, especially around Super Bowl time, we have so much fun with prop bets. See, I mean, any any idiot out there can bet. You know who's going to win the game, uh, who's going to cover. You know who, who's going to uh, you know who, who, who's going to get the most points. That doesn't matter. 
the process is hilarious and, and it's so much fun. You know, what color Gatorade are they going to dump on the winning coach? Uh, is it going to be purple? Is it going to be white? Is it going to be orange? Is it going to be green? And depending on what you bet, you can win more money. I mean, oh. isn't that hilarious? That sounds kind of fun, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I gotta tell you, the ladies love it because they don't understand sports, but they love all the side stuff that goes with the Super Bowl. Like, they always say, um, you know, they, they love betting on the national anthem. How long is the national anthem gonna be? Is it gonna be two minutes or is it gonna be uh, less than two minutes? Uh, you know, if it's gonna be longer uh, and you bet longer, you win more money if, it is, if it's right. Cause usually it's shorter. You know, little bets like that, they call them prospects. And we've got tons of them at 1-900-D for Vegas. In fact, we're running the books. So we're cooking the books. We're making our own prop bets that you can play them on. I mean, how great is that? Um, sounds illegal, actually. Hey, hey, there's nothing illegal about it. I mean, <laughs> I mean... I mean, I gotta tell you, I mean, in, in Vegas, we gotta do everything the hard way. You know, it's not easy, like, this, this game stuff, God. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I could make money, like, those fucking people. We gotta, we gotta make money scraping in and fucking phone. Jesus. The whole, the whole plane right down here, this man been getting drunk. He's been saying, man, how come we, how, how come we don't uh, be, be short, short term in the stock market? I said, I don't know, man. You know, you just, you say you want to, you want to be a sport better. I said, he said, he said, how come we, how come we didn't know about game stock? I don't know, Billy. Uh, you know, if you want to be, a, you know, you want to sit on basketball. He said, he said, how come you don't know about a AFC? I said, Ben, hey, hey, give me, give me a Ray, Ray, go. Yeah, here's a hundred bucks. Go, 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 have some fun. Oh my god. This fucking guy. I, this is, I'm crying. I, I was not crying on the airplane. I, I, I did, I did not cry on the airplane down here. Okay, well, Vinny, why don't you? you I, I should have bought DME. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm sorry, Vinny. Do you want to tell us about your profits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking prophet. You call, you call my number. You can. <clears throat> All right. So number one, this is a, a really good prophet because of course we're dealing with Tom Brady, notorious cheater. He cheats all the time. That's why he's, he's been in, you, this is a 10 Super Bowl. He's been in 10 Super Duper Bowls. Who's, nobody's done that. You know how he's done that? He cheats every single time. I've got that on good authority. So, number one prop bet. Over, under. 7.5. Is it going to be over or is it going to be under? The number of Kansas City Chiefs Mysterious COVID cases prior to kickoff. <laughs> do you want me? Yeah. To, do you want me to guess? Yeah. How, how many of them do you think are gonna just drop dead? Well, not necessarily dead, but how many you think are gonna mysteriously come down with COVID right before the game? Um. How many players are on the team? Uh, well, I mean, on the roster they got uh, they got about sixty-two guys. Okay, I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, like, eight. Oh, all right, you're going with the over. All right, I like it. I like it. That's a very bold choice. So go ahead. You call 1-900-B for Vegas. You can place your bets. 
and then let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, number I two, these number two, because we're hosting you. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what? Yeah, I'll give you out a promo code. A promo code. Here we go. Uh, moron, moron, five 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 two three seven four two one 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 five two one. What? Everybody use that promo code when you call one nine hundred Visa Vegas, and you get one bet on the house. <laughs> Here's another one that you can use. <clears throat> uh, number two, this is a great prop bet. Will there be any streakers that'll run out onto the field during the game? Mm-hmm. Okay, will anybody naked run out to the field? <laughs> I want to say no, but it's been a tough, tough eleven months. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, Ray Ray. Hey, Ray, I'm over to you. You're playing the slot machine. Hey, hey, Ray Ray. Hey, if we get enough action on that front bed on the streakers, you gotta, you gotta drop your pants. You gotta run out hey! of the house. Hey! <laughs> the house only wins at 1900 people later. <laughs> Hey, here's another one. Here's another one. <clears throat> Will Tom Brady kiss Gronk directly on the mouth before or after the game? How would anybody know that? I'm pretty sure they would do that in private, wouldn't they? Hey, I don't know. I don't know. That's why you got to bet. Is it going to happen before the game? Is it going to happen after the game? Uh, I, I, because we know it's going to happen. I mean, have you seen those two? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think there's a little something going on over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, playing the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Maybe you heard of this guy. This guy called The Weeknd. Yeah. The Weeknd. Yeah, he's, uh, I guess he's a, a rapper or something, huh? He's like... Ray Ray probably knows it. He's a singer, huh? He, he, he looks like he looks... Hey, Ray Ray, you listen to this guy, The Weeknd? Why are you always doing all this? He looks like one of your guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, well, will he have a relapse while he's in Florida for the big game? Uh... I mean, I hope not. Well, well, if, if he does, if he does, the money line, that will pay big because it pays plus 1200 if the weekend has a relapse. So if you know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy, you might want to find the guy called The Weekend and maybe just put a little something in his nose, baby. Oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> Hey, it's Vegas, baby. <laughs> hey, what happens in Vegas or in Tampa, Florida, it stays at 1-900-B for Vegas. Jesus. <laughs> and finally, uh, 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 this one, Ray Ray Robinson actually asked me to put this one out there. Um, and really, it's just kind of a question that we really want, kind of want to know the answer to. Uh, what Tampa strip club will Miley Cyrus be appearing at after her performance at the Super Bowl pre-show. Uh, wow. I mean, it's pretty obvious which one to me. Yeah, yeah, we, go ahead. Uh, where, uh, yeah. where, where, where am I going to be at? 
I mean, if she's gonna go to a strip club, I would imagine it's the one that's like got giant spaceships outside of it down the street from the stadium. I think it's called 3001. All right, 3001. Hey, all right. All right. Hey, Ray Ray Robinson, Vinny V, we know where we're going after the Super Bowl. We're going to the strip club, baby. <laughs> and everybody out there, call 1 900 V4 Vegas and get yourself a Vegas victory. <laughs> all right, thanks Super for calling Super Bowl. In, guys. <sighs> All right, well, I guess that's over. Hey, everybody out there, get excited for the game, and um, you, you guys know where to place your bets. one 900 V for Vegas. All right, well, yeah. uh, speaking of football, <laughs> did you guys see that Colin Kaepernick was trending the other day? Jesus. <laughs> um, why? <laughs> well, apparently there's quite a few people on Lefty Twitter who think it's just not fair that Tom Brady can go out there and play in yet another Super Bowl, while Kaepernick, um... Sorry, what does he do these days? Uh, it's not fair. Huh? It, that's you know, it's not fair. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, that Nike pays him millions of dollars um, mm. you know, generated from literal slave labor in China. By the way, to uh, to try to gin up a race war, and uh, good for him. Good for him, I guess, because he sucked at football. He's too fucking stupid to do anything else. So. Might as well get paid, but what, what what does this have to do with Tom Brady? Well, you see, back in 2016, Brady wore a MAGA hat and endorsed Trump for president. And, I mean, he's a patriot, at least then he was a patriot. <laughs> so, I, I, what was he supposed to do? I mean, I, I know a lot of patriots that were going for Hillary Clinton. Oh, my God. Hey. Anyway, a lot of people really don't understand how that's allowed. Most notably, some guy called Ahmed Ali... <laughs> tweeted, real name. Well, okay, <laughs> tweeted, funny how people can separate Tom Brady's politics from his game, but struggle to do the same when it comes to Kaepernick. Okay, so people are really going with that argument. They're like, Tom Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady is like the, he's like the best player of all time. Well. He literally, all right, so he's about to play in his 10th Super Bowl. He's won, like, I don't, I don't I think he's won, like, six, like, this isn't the sport, this isn't the Vinny V show, so I'm not going to get into too much of, like, his accolades, but he's literally, quite possibly, the greatest football player in the history of football. And then Colin Kaepernick has played, like, three and a half seasons, and he got benched, because he fucking sucks. And and they're like, well, I mean, oh, I like, look, like, I mean... Tom Brady, if, if he, if, if he, I don't see how he can go and have political opinion. Like, Tom Brady could endorse David Duke, and everybody would be like, you know what? You know, that's just Tom being Tom. I mean, <laughs> you know, he did spend a lot of time in Boston, you know? I mean, oh my <laughs> this, God. this racist Kaepernick, I mean, he, I, I'm pretty sure that the cop killer gimmick helped his career more than hurt it, you know? I mean, what, what, honestly, I just, I'm having trouble understanding what the take even is here. I mean, is Brady supposed to get canceled? Like, are they supposed to just swap him out for Cap in the big game? Like, He'd be a lot woker if he did. Could you imagine that? Like, and now, quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, actually, oh, I, I'm just getting, just word from, oh, actually, Tom Brady has been replaced by a guy who has not played football in half a decade and who got fucking fired because he could barely win two games all year. 
Colin Kaepernick. You want to see domestic terrorism? That's how you start domestic terrorism. <laughs> that's how, like BLM couldn't, like they burned down half the country. They didn't really do much in Tampa. Tampa's been waiting for years for this yeah, moment. Yeah, it would go up in flames. Oh my god. That, honestly, like I don't want to give them ideas, but if you want to start, if you want to start the helter skelter, oh my god, that's how you do it. Oh Swap god. them out. Swap them. And anyway, let's. Let's just move on from this bullshit. So, from Woker to Poker. And right back to Woker, uh, because we're living in clown world. Uh, Some Dutch idiot named Indy um, has been earning fawning headlines and leftist rags all around the world by creating gender-neutral playing cards. I thought playing cards were (laughs) gender-neutral. I I thought so, too. I use them. Uh, I mean, you'd think they're gender-neutral, but Indy couldn't understand how there's a king card and it could dare trump the queen card. Oh my um, god. And that just it really just it was horribly offensive to her. So really? she Yeah, so she had to just completely just she just scrapped the whole like royal system. She replaced the kings, queens and jacks with gold, silver and bronze. Uh which frankly, if you ask me, I think it's racist toward various underrepresented alloys. Like, especially in a time, like, when people are, like, short-selling silver and stuff. Like, who says gold's better than silver? Yeah. And, and like, what? where's platinum? Why isn't platinum represented? That's Fuck you, you know, Indy? I'm just, like, having trouble. I mean, you know, honestly, forget about the fact that historically, historically, you know, history, like, not what we actually deal with now, but, like, in history, kings did have more powers than queens, but, you know, forget History doesn't matter. Erase it. Um, you know, isn't the best card in the deck already gender neutral? Like, what is an ace? Mmm, yeah. I, I an ace. It's like a uh could be anything. Could be anything. Yeah. And, or like and what if you do Deuce is Wild? Or a Joker, huh? That could be anything. A, a Joker. I'm just gonna assume the Joker's transsexual. <laughs> Because, you know, let's just be fair here. Uh, But yeah, like like 80% of the deck is gender neutral. And, I mean, honestly, I don't even know what a jack is. Like, Listen here, Jack. (laughs) Look here, Jack. Just sounds like Biden talking to me. Look (laughs) look here, Jack. You want to go out back? I'll I'll fucking fight you. Uh, I'm just getting way off. And basically what I'm trying to say is this chick should have stuck to chess. She'd love chess. That would be a wonderful, a wonderful retelling. Imagine the gender neutral asexual chess board that they could recreate. Instead of having a queen and a king, they could just have, you know, little wooden, like, pods or something. I don't know. I I think she'd like chess because the queen's like the most powerful piece. Oh. And then, well, then okay. again, she. But she that's would, not gender yeah. neutral. She would. She'd be like, "Well, no, I don't think it's about gender neutrality. Really, she just didn't like that the that the female one wasn't the best." Okay, I think that's what it really was. Well, that makes but, sense. Uh, who knows? These people are just obsessed. They're just fucking weirdos. Fucking weird. Too many weirdos. Just stop playing. Stop ruining everything. What's wrong with you? Wait till they find out about Chinese checkers. Uh oh. <laughs> In other news, speaking of gender, guess who's getting canceled by the woke mob now? Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm going to go back to Sonic the Hedgehog, because the left, they love hedge fund billionaires now. Really? And they don't like... Again with this. (laughs) Again with this one? Well, I mean, I thought it was worth another shot. It kind of fell flat the first time. I thought I could, you know, circle back to it. Oh, God. Anyways, you're on on the right track, because it is a fictional character in the hot seat here. All right. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes? Mm -hmm. 
He's okay. Wait, he's canceled. Yep. We're kidding me against Sherlock. He's a, the world's greatest detective. Well, uh, some woman at Salon.com wrote an article earlier this month citing masculinity researchers who point to Holmes's arrogance and lack of emotion as evidence of, you guessed it, toxic masculinity. Which is, as you know, a crime worthy of being erased from the history books. I mean, I would point to arrogance and lack of emotion as traits of your typical, like, Salon.com writer, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I would I would normally call it character traits. Oh well, you know. But fuck it, Sherlock Holmes, he should be banned. How dare how dare him? I you mean, <laughs> don't go too far. She didn't say that explicitly. Nah. She didn't say ban Sherlock Holmes, but she did say that he reminds her of Trump. So the implication was there. Okay, okay so sh- honestly, I would have never made that connection, Sherlock. I mean. I, I, that seems like a bit of a stretch. Does it? Because she says that, uh, basically, in, they're both rude, highly competitive, they think that they're right about everything, and they have a desire to dominate. <laughs> they just can't get Trump out of their heads, can they? No, they cannot. Like, you, you, you guys did it. He's not president anymore. Why are you still obsessed with the bad? Like, they're... <laughs> You know what I think it is? I, I just think that they're they're not handling like the Biden realization very well. Like they fought so they're fucking deflecting. hard. Oh yeah, they fought so hard to get this guy to be president. And now they're realizing, wait, he is functionally like retarded. He's a like, he's a complete moron. Like he literally has no brain. Uh, okay, I know. Genius is bad. <laughs> smart is bad. It, who who's smart? Sherlock Holmes. Okay, what what other traits does he have? Masculine. Masculinity, bad. Trump, bad. He's smart. He's masculine. Canceled. Oh that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Now, when Jesus. she realized that he's based on a character from books written over a century ago and not, you know, I don't know, a project developed for Benedict Cumberbatch, it really threw her for a loop. Did she suggest a book burning? <laughs> uh, that's normally where they go. <laughs> Like, she honestly couldn't handle, like, in her article, she, like, wrote it out. Like, she, like, live-tweeted, well, not live-tweeted, but you know what I mean, live-dictated. Like, she couldn't handle the fact that Sherlock Holmes had been such a toxic man for generations. That's what she's just, like, mad that, like, she's like, oh, why do they keep making more of this? Like, he's, he was bad, he was bad when, when Conan Doyle first came up with him, he's, he's been bad the first movie, and you guys keep making him, and he's toxic. He's still a man. Why not make him an intersectional, lesbian, transracial feminist, at the very least. Oh, shit. The now, that very you've least. Said it, now that you've said it, they're gonna do it. Maybe they should have him in the next movie. They could have a Kamala's uh, stepdaughter. Or oh, whatever. God. That, that would be a great Sherlock Holmes. Oh, my God. Her, Please, her, her God, no. hairy-armed fucking creature of a stepdaughter, the, the new millionaire model. <sighs> <laughs> Elementary, Watson. Well, she's <laughs> Smoking a fucking black and mild. I don't know why oh, I pictured her or clove or. I don't. Just move on. Yes, move please. On. I, actually, I did one more story. One more story. So our final story of the evening, and it, it actually kind of is good because it follows up that last one pretty well. Because what could be more toxically masculine than a fictional detective? I don't know anything. Well, pretty much. But uh, uh, how about a real life father? 
Yes, because um, obviously that author from Salon has daddy issues. What about a father who voted for President Trump? Oh, oh. the horror. Ah, uh, think about it, right? Oh, yeah, no. Well, <laughs> well, what, to, who could imagine <laughs> such a thing? <laughs> well, according to one Redditor, and... Um, you know, not the good kind who helped bankrupt hedge funds, um, but the bad kind. Uh, one Redditor, um, he made a post last week bragging that he denied his father a proper burial simply because his father was a Trump supporter. You know, I would say that there had to be deeper issues at play here, and he's just using that as a cover, but honestly... Knowing the level of Trump derangement syndrome that's out there in the world nowadays, you know, I, I believe it was 100% that. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, he doesn't really get into the reasons beyond that. Uh, but Did there have to be any? That's the only one you need. He didn't think he had to. Um, but yeah, the, the only details is just what he did. So um, this guy had his dad cremated um, against his will. He, hmm. he wanted to be buried. He cremated him. Um, and then he threw his ashes in the garbage. Oh, nice. And then he donated his estate to Planned Parenthood. Um his estate that was left to him. So that last part is like, what? like showed him. Uh, like, you, you know, you could have kept that money, you dumbass. You could have invested it <laughs> and donated like all the profit to Planned You could have bought some GameStop, you stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, once again, this is a really great time to point out that their guy won. Right? I mean, say what you want about how it went down, but Joe Biden's sitting in the White House right now. Why are they still so angry? I don't get it. If they weren't angry, they wouldn't exist. Like, yeah. they... That's what sustains them, their hate and rage. Anyway, we're getting one last call. Uh, just like clockwork, we always get one last call. Every single time. All right, I'll pick this one up. Why not? Area code 662, you're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, yeah, this is Jeremiah. Uh, well, actually, this is the Reverend Jeremiah Jackson. I'm calling from Clarksdale, Mississippi. Uh, and I just want to call and say, pray. Jesus. Praise Jesus. Wait, what are you Praise talking about, Jesus. Reverend? I thought I thought you were, like, yeah. worshipping Satan now or something. Hey, come on now. I don't know where you get that mess talking about. Look, look, I, I want to call first, first and foremost, before you're talking about talking, about talking that mess about Satan. Hell no. Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I've been, I've been down with the Lord my whole life. You're going to slander my name with that mess. Well, I mean, I don't know that I'm slandering your name. You were hanging out with Archibald Canterbury and summoning up Krampus and going to orgy. You shut your mouth. No. Listen up. I, w I was undercover. I was undercover. I was on a mission from the Lord. I was what? on a mission from the Lord. And look... I, I didn't call to talk about myself. I called to talk about that man. You were just talking about in that last story. You said he threw his he threw his dad in the in the garbage can. Yeah, that ain't right. That ain't right. It's in the Bible. He's going to hell. He's going to hell. He's going to burn in the everlasting lake of fire. That ain't right at all. And when God finds out what he did, and when Jesus finds out what he did, he's going to drag him from his sleep like Freddy Krueger. He's going to tear the ass right off a 
on his fucking backside. He gonna, he gonna play basketball with his ass. He gonna slam dunk his ass in the basketball hoop in his backyard. He's gonna have to watch it out his back window while he's got the burning pain and he's holding his ass cheeks ain't there. It's just burning pain and he's wondering what happened to my ass and he's gonna say, what happened to my ass? He's gonna wonder. He's gonna say, oh, I know what happened to my ass. It's cause I threw my dad in the garbage can and I let my dad get taken away by the garbage man. Why did I do that? Okay, well, that's, uh, that's an interesting take on it, Reverend. I don't really know that you're, uh, one to talk, but, uh, you certainly sound like you know what you're talking about, so. That is the message of the prodigal son. And that is in the Bible. And that, and that is why I went on my undercover mission. And that is why I tricked Satanists into thinking I was one of them. It's so I could learn their ways, and so I could smell the breath of Lucifer, and so I could see, and so I could sense what they do in the shadows. Why? How does that help you at all? Because I, you know, I I've been preaching the gospel for a long time, and I always knew that the devil was evil, and like. You know, like Rick Ross said, I knew the devil's a lie, but but I I never seen the devil up close. So that's why I had to go with uh, Professor Archibald uh, Canterbury, and I had to go to those satanic parties, and I had to attend those satanic orgies this year, and, and I had to go to the um to, uh, to the satanic sacrifices and, and, and to the festivals. Okay, and, and I, well, I, but I was. Sounds like you did a I lot of satanic a shit. That was not me. That was that I was undercover, like I said. I was. Did you at least try to convert the them after you like ended your sting operation? Uh, no, I just you know I just kind of you know I, I I reported them to the Lord. I told the Lord, I said, "This is man." His name is Professor Archibald, and he conjures up demons, and he, and you need to send him to hell. You, you need to smite that man, the Lord. You need, Jesus, you need to find that man, and you need to burn him like I burned my church to the ground. And, and you need to, you need to take, wipe him off the face of the earth. And that's what I said. Sounds like you two might have had a bit of a lover's quarrel. Hey, come on now. I don't know why you would say that. I didn't, I didn't do, I, I did, everything that I did was done as part of my sting operation for Jesus. And, and that's basically why I was just calling to see if, if anybody in the listening audience could get some donations to the church. The church burned do, down for Satan. I do need to rebuild my church because I don't have one now and I need I need it again because I don't have a, a place to sleep at night. Okay, well, why don't you see if uh, Jesus can give you some payment for your uh, sting operation there? Sounds like it was real successful. I got, I got a pay, I got a PayPal. Can I get my PayPal? Uh, sure. What's your PayPal? It's I am Jesus. I am Jesus 
My two, three. Isn't that sacrilegious? Why? Because you're saying I'm you're a, Jesus. I, 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 I am. I, I don't think you heard. I represent Jesus in Mississippi. Okay, you know what? Therefore, I am Jesus. Great. You know, that's just, that's just great. All right, Reverend. Well, you know, good luck with everything. Praise Jesus. And, and praise the Reverend Jeremiah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess uh, anybody can come back to the Lord, huh? Apparently. I, I don't even know what to make of that guy. Um, but uh, I do know that we're out of time, so... All right, well, let's just, uh, let's call it a week and what a week it's been. Yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in, and, uh, see you next time. Have a good week, everybody.